Welcome to the Lighthouse Podcast, a resource created by Lighthouse Family Retreat to strengthen families living through childhood cancer. We'll hear stories from families, share educational information on childhood cancer, and most importantly, encourage your family during this journey. I'm Christy Richards, and I'm here with Chris Woodruff, and today we have a very, very special guest, one of my favorite co-workers, Adam Tomberlin. Well, I don't know how special he is, but... Well, and one of, I said one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah, just one of my favorites. Adam heads up development here at Lighthouse, and you might wonder, as I often do, what development has to do with childhood cancer awareness. He actually really does have a super important role to play. Um, the role of development is basically to raise money. And we are talking all month long about how important that money is for research and for support. Adam is going to share some of his wisdom and give us some specific things we can do to help the cause. So Adam, thanks for sitting down with us today. Not that we gave you a whole heck of a choice, but we do appreciate your time. Well, I want um, to keep my job. So. Well, yeah, that's a good reason to do wise, a podcast with us. Wise decision. Wise man. So this whole month, we're discussing just awareness and pediatric cancer awareness and why so important this month specifically. One thing I didn't realize until I was kind of in the world is how much is on the families to raise the money themselves. So you have families yeah. whose children are being treated for cancer and everything they're going through, and they're the ones holding the bake sales and the lemonade stands and shaving their heads. It's very grassroots kind of movement yes. to raise money. And all month we've been talking about the need for research and the need for support, and that's where you come in because yes. that is what you do for a living. I try. <laughs> you do try. You try hard and you do a great job, and that's why um, having you here, I think, Folks can learn a lot from just the, the techniques that you've learned along your way of fundraising to share, uh, you know, what are some different ways that, that folks can actually raise some funds and it's funds uh, for their family, but also just in this world of childhood cancer and this month specifically, a lot goes into raising awareness and funds and funds usually are for either research or support. And so the reason we wanted you to come in is to help provide uh, some different perspectives for families that are out there that maybe fundraising for them is intimidating. It's something that they've never done before. And uh, and so we wanted to bring on somebody that um, does this for a living and has spent a lot of time and has learned uh, from success, has also learned from mistakes. And yeah, that's you not going to work. Failure. Yeah. Same failure. That's fine. <laughs> you, fail, you fail forward. That's right. You that's fail right. forward. Uh, and so what I'd love to start with is uh, for families that are out there and and they're thinking this month, I would really love to raise some money, whether that's for research uh, to support another family. We do fundraising to support other families during this month or even to support their own family if they're just in the middle of it right now. What are some different ideas for a family that are um, simple, don't require you know a huge investment, uh, some different things that they can do to, to kind of get started on the, on the world of fundraising. Yeah. Well, first, thanks for having me. This is awesome. I feel super cool and honored. It's a couple things they can do, some, some different things. First, I'll kind of start with uh, events. You can hold all kind of different events um, that cost very little money. There's a lot of apps out there that can help you if you're going to do bake sales or even a golf tournament. You can do um, fun runs or even cycles. You can have a mini half marathon, which I would never do because I'm not going to run that. But you can do 5Ks. You can set up these different things. And there's a lot of free stuff online to help you organize it, to help you track it, to you know gain money, get your money, organize all that. You don't have to just do cash. So there's a lot out there that you can help um, event-wise. And you can also... You know, if you're brave enough and you're okay being awkward, you can go to local companies and ask for 
donations to be part of a raffle if you want to have prizes at your event, things like that. So un unpack this just for a little bit um, on events. So if someone was to say, do I'm, I'm going to do organize a, uh, a three-mile walk right, in yeah. their community, um, what are some things, because you said there's some easy ways to track stuff. Is, it, is there like an app? Absolutely. So there's some great apps out there. Um, a couple that come to the top of my mind are, uh, there's one called Event Mobi, uh, M-O-B-I. There's Charity Miles and there's Give Lively. You can go in and, and play around with the settings and what your event is and you can have communication through these. So I would definitely check out those if you're thinking of some type of event that involves a run or walk or um, cycling, anything like that. And all of it is you start with the people that you know. Start with the people that know you and, and love your family and would want to join in on something like that and just start spreading the word that way. Hey, in, in three months, in four months, we're going to have this event to, to raise support for, for your cause. Yeah, there's so many resources for folks now. We're in such a digital age that we all have access to online marketing because we all have Exactly. social media right yes. and so you can create an easy at home flyer yep doesn't have to have any crazy graphics that just explains what you're doing post that on facebook and right and email it and out to email your it out list. yep and share that and that's a great way to promote it and then it's just designing you know your if you want to design a you know a, a path to walk and you know mm -hmm. how much to to join kind right. of thing and it, will, it will give you suggestions of how much to ask people per mile if you want to do it like that or just a hey you can come and join and please donate here's a suggested donation amount there's multiple ways that you can do it and i think that runs and walks um, and events like that are are easy ways to get kids involved because they're easy things that they can do whereas you know a garage sale and a bake sale as you kind of get more complicated, a golf tournament, you're not going to have kids at that. So if you want to involve the whole family, that those are easy events that kids can come do. You can have them dress up. You can have costume runs, costume walks. Yeah, that's always that's a big great. hit. That's always a fun idea just to get um, kind of more of a buzz going. You can pick a theme. It can be 80s. It can be 90s, which Love that. makes me feel old. Yeah, you can have a lot of different themes to your events, not just yeah. a run or a walk or a you know, whatever. It's it's more fun to add a theme that people can take and run with. And again, it doesn't cost you money because you're not buying anything for them. Right. You're just giving them an avenue to be fun and silly. And Which I think is great because um, family fundraisers are, that's just a win. You're getting everybody mm -hmm. involved. It's not just, like you said, it's not just a golf tournament, but everybody's going to participate and the kids can participate. So that's, right. that's great. Um, all right. So those are events, different events that you could do. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? So um, I know, I mean, shout out to Chick-fil-A. I mean, I know that they do them for sure, but there's a lot of other local restaurants that also do some type of um, charity night where you kind of organize the night of, hey, we're all going to go here and eat. And they agree to donate a, a portion of the proceeds to this cause. So that's an easy way you can spread the word and say, hey, we're, we all love Chick-fil-A, so we're going to go here on a specific day and eat there. You can also do, if, if anyone out there listening is a chef or knows a personal chef or has connections, you can have them come and cook at your house or, you know, if, if they really owe you, you can go to their restaurant, which is a super cool experience and charge per plate. Hey, we're going to go to this local restaurant and the chef is going to surprise us. It's going to be whatever he cooks and it's, you know, it's $100 a plate to get in. And that's an easy way to attract people because, hey, this is exclusive. Not everyone's going to get to come to this. It's really special. And you can 
have uh, do a fundraiser that way or if you want to throw you know almost a pool party you can do that and have music have food and invite people and charge ticket admission for that and you can also um, again if you're if you're courageous you can make an ask and once you kind of gather everyone together explain who you are explain a little bit a little bit of your story not the 90 minute version um, and why you're doing this and just ask people to be generous that goes a long way because again they know you and they love you and they want to support you yeah i think we'll get into in a few minutes really like how to make an ask because i know that's yeah. an intimidating yes know, it piece is piece for people you know we've been in fundraising for many years and and it's still not you know just comes natural oh no it's i still, still get nervous yeah sure uh, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes um so events um what about things virtually since that's kind of the world we live in um and so many people are more comfortable doing things online what about some things that people can do that don't involve you know a lot of families can't be around other families and so what are some things they could do um online to raise money so virtually, you're going to have to get real creative. So get the family together, get the creative juices flowing. Um, a couple things I've seen done really well um, is you can do things around um, sporting events. God willing, if those happen, you mm -hmm. can do like the Super Bowl. Um, what do you call those? Like the, the board? The squares. They do. Yeah, the yeah. squares. You can sell the squares. Um, you can do... Uh, if, again, musicians, you can kind of host your own virtual concerts. If you're a musician and you want to put one on, that's amazing. If you know musicians, you can do that. You have also seen um, people bring in like a speaker and it's it's almost like what we're doing. It's a podcast except, hey, here's this local you know entrepreneur or local someone that can offer some really great advice or they're you know I'm really knowledgeable on a talk a topic you can bring them on and do like a virtual show basically that way and you can charge tickets for that again online and again there's tons of tools online to help you do this that are free um, you can also host fun game nights about two weeks ago lighthouse we did a trivia night uh, for a fundraising event and we used uh, online service crowd per i know it's a weird name but it is free and it worked really well you can customize all the questions you can set point values you can have um, how much time you want it's, it was a lot of fun so you can invite your friends in and you just give them one little login code and you guys can host your own trivia night and you can get sponsorships for this or you can charge you know a ticket to to come to this for people and their family and it's uh, just a really fun night and we learned a lot from it I would imagine too with the virtual side of things uh, raffle you can raffle stuff off um, yes you can and you can do it with all the different payment options now you don't ever you don't have to go collect money people can no. Venmo you PayPal you cash app you whatever it right. is and you can auction off certain items uh, you can get you know maybe you can get a, a discounted one somewhere or if it's an Apple watch or an iPad mm -hmm. or something and you just want to make sure you you sell more tickets. And yeah, and it doesn't it. it doesn't have to be a ton of items. Like you said, you can pick one or two great things and just put it all online, and that way anybody anywhere can bid on these, and you can raise money for your family that way. So you mentioned you mentioned a couple times about making an ask, and you and I have talked about this a lot in the past. That that is not something for. I'll just 
I'll just say it. I have a hard time asking yes. for things yes. like money specifically. Well, it's and a personal so, subject. It, you know, it's just, it's hard for me to get up the courage to do it. I usually do it wrong and end up with, you don't have to if you don't want to. But what you have told me is not the way to go. That's, that's actually a terrible strategy. Yeah. yeah. So you've helped <laughs> don't me. Don't say no for them. <laughs> And you don't I, forget it. I don't even want your money. I mean, you've taught me so much over the years because when you first heard me say that, I could tell by the look on your face that was not what you had oh, in mind. Oh, horrified. So tell us, there are people out there like me that can't do this very smoothly. And since this is what you do for a living, yes. I would imagine you'd have some tips for us on how to make an ask. Especially these families, sometimes it can feel very personal. Like you don't want to ask for things for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so that that's always been a hard thing for me too is if I'm telling my story and I, I feel like I'm – I'm asking things for myself when I'm really not. But right. how do people make an ask effectively? Effectively? Yes. And I, and I understand. And it's the way that I'm wired that it's it's no problem for me to be like, hey, you've got a lot of money. Let's talk. You know, let's yeah, talk Yeah, I don't you can talk like it. that. Right. So that doesn't not, work for not me. Not many people do. So I understand <laughs> that it's hard. So one, one quick easy thing is I would suggest writing a letter. You're always going to be more eloquent and much, much clearer when you're writing it in an email communication or a letter. So that is easy. Even a handwritten note can work as well. Um, but a, a lot of the tips, like you said, you're, you're not asking for yourself. I'm not asking Chris or anyone else for $50 so that I can put it in my own pocket. This is something that you care about and you're passionate about and you want to see move forward. So that's that's kind of before I go in. And, and also, for whoever's listening, I, I personally pray. I pray to kind of calm myself down, focus myself because you know, it's it's not going to be your silver tongue speech. So you can take the pressure off of yourself. It's going to be because of their generosity and the fact that they care about you that they're going to want to support, you know, and, and we can, I know we'll get into that later. So again, take a deep breath, calm down and, and be clear. Don't, don't get on the phone or get in person and just mumble and don't talk for two hours and then be like, oh, by the way, I got to tell you something. Go ahead and, and you can get to the point. People yeah. are okay with that. Be clear, and that would be my next big tip. Be very clear about what you are asking them for and why you're asking them for it. This is the hard part for me, being very clear, because sometimes I don't even, I'm not even sure what, I know I want something, but I, I don't have a exact yes. like amount or whatever in my head. So are you saying like have an amount? Like if you're asking for donations for Lighthouse, are you asking for an amount or are you just... How, what do you mean by know what you're asking for? So uh, there's no good answer. Sometimes okay. <laughs> I ask for an amount. Sometimes I don't. Okay. So, but I would suggest before you make the call or go to the meeting or whatever, write down on a piece of paper kind of beforehand, what are you asking? Are you asking them for a gift card? Are you asking them for $1,000 cash? Are you asking them to host something? What is the clear action step that you want them to take? And then clearly write down the why. Why are you asking them to take this action step, you know, on your behalf? So I'm, I'm going to have to leave it up to your judgment. If you know this person really well, and maybe you know that they just sold a business, it, it, that part you're going to have to kind of determine for yourself. If you feel like I know this person can, can give $1,000, then I would say, yeah, ask for $1,000 and be, be clear and be bold about that. And then this is the most difficult part. Oh boy. Once you have asked them, you know, Joe, whatever your name is, will you give $1,000 to further the mission of Lighthouse Family Tree or whatever it is, you have to be quiet. You have to ask them and then you have to stop 
talking. <laughs> so then there's a, in the in the writing it says insert awkward silence. <laughs> like that's just you know how what? long are you quiet? Do you count? I don't count. Uh, you I'm just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you need to I mean, count to 100, questions. they are, they're great questions. You need to let them think about it and respond. Because I think a lot of people, you're so nervous that you made the ask, you make the ask, and then you want to move on as quickly as possible because yes. you're afraid of the no. That I is get exactly that. what I do. No one enjoys <laughs> being rejected. That is not something we go out and look for. Be like, hey, I'd like to be shot down today. Yeah. But it's it's really, really important to let them Think about it and send it. And some people will be like, absolutely no problem. And some people will need to think about it. And that's okay. This isn't, it's not a personal thing. Yeah. Some people may say no. Some people may say, you know, I need to talk to my spouse. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, so being, when I heard you saying clear, I heard also specific about what you're asking for. Not yes. just gift card, but what does it do? Yes. What does it do? What is it going, what is their gift going to accomplish? And again, this is not the 90 minute version of it. This needs to be short. This needs to be clear. And, and concise. It's not 48 things it's going to accomplish. You know, it's here's the amount of money and here is the most important thing that it will accomplish. And that's it. And then you have to be quiet. Yeah, that's the hard part. Just waiting yeah. for them because you <laughs> want to jump in and say, hey, you know, just maybe just need to take your time, go think about it. And you're answering for them now. Right. right? Or you try to jump in and say, oh, and it's going to do this. And, and you're just you're just mudding down. Or like me, you just say, and you don't have to, like, don't feel obligated. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Please don't just say, you know what? Never mind. Forget about it. this. Is, yeah. Don't say no for them. <laughs> it should be obvious now I'm not actually on the development team. I do work with Adam, but I'm on a separate team. And he's yes. just nice to help me out every once in yes. a while. But I, Christy does great with things she's got to ask for. She yeah. does great. I think also, uh, Adam, what I've learned, and you, I know you've you've seen this as much, is uh, relationship definitely helps. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, yes. who, who you're asking, know who you're asking, have that relationship. Um, and don't always ask them, right? Right. Uh, you know, spend some time between asks, you know. Yes. Um, just being their friend. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's important as right. well. But um, but don't be afraid to ask because you are asking for something else that's going to make an impact in somebody's life. Yes. And right. I think people would be shocked at how many people want to help them but don't know how. So simply because you're sitting down, taking the time to explain <clears throat> to them how they can get involved, they're going to be really excited. They're going to be honored that you would ask them to get involved, and they're going to be more than happy to respond. Yeah. I think about when we sat down a couple of weeks ago with Kristen Connor. And we're talking about a lot that they're doing with research over at Cure Childhood mm-hmm. Cancer yeah. and, and some specific studies that they're funding. You know, that's where it's you get very specific, right? Yes. And say, hey, I'm raising money for the yes. DIPG PG. study. And this is what the study does. And yes. we're trying to raise this amount. We're trying to raise as a total $5,000. And then you then follow that up with what's your ask for them. Will you guys help us hit a $5,000 by giving this exactly and then sitting and waiting for them to answer yep right and and if you're really clear about the what right and the why behind it uh, then it makes it a lot easier for them to say yes yeah you're making it easier for them to engage yeah which is what you want to do right yeah that's great i think that's super helpful for folks because not everybody's in this world not everybody asks for folk you know for money every day no right And, and the sad part like i said in the beginning is that these are families who are actually in the fight going through it Right. And they're the ones that are feeling the pressure and, and honestly the passion 
because mm-hmm. once you're in this world, um, which you guys are in because you, yeah. you work in it, you, you can't not be affected by all these stories. And so there's right. such a passion with these families, but it is still kind of sad that, which is why someone like you is so great because you're, you're not going through it and yet you're giving your time and your passion to help because it's, it's a very grassroots kind yes. of fundraising. Yeah. And it's crazy in, to me just to think how many families are walking through this on top of trying to, to keep an income coming in right. and raising money for this cause to help other children. To help others, is, yeah. I like, how could you not be inspired by that right. and want to help? How much of a family that's listening and they're, they're in the middle of it and going through it, how much of their story do they tell? Oh, man. Um, it's hard because you want to be clear, but, but also that's your most effective tool. Um, and remember that the people you know love you and you know your story is, is your most powerful tool that you have because it's, it's real and it's raw and it helps you be genuine. So if you could, if you could get your story to like five to seven minutes, that, that might be the goal. Some of you may not be able to. If it's 10 minutes, that's okay because the most powerful fundraising tool there is is story. People love stories and will always, in my opinion, sit and listen to a story. And that's the most powerful tool that you have um, is walking through your own journey and sharing because a lot of people like myself, um, I, I have no idea, didn't have any idea what families go through day to day fighting cancer until I went to an event where Christy Richards and her husband spoke and I was I was blown away because I had no idea what it's like and so a lot of people want to help but they don't they don't know what you go through as a family together when one of your children has cancer so being able to articulate that and communicate the impact that this has had on your whole family is is unbelievable yeah when I think about um, a family that's out there and, and you're going to raise money for an organization that has helped you, uh, mm-hmm. when you're telling your story, uh, I, I think about the story as it's pre-first, your story, the first, say, two minutes, Yes. are this is what life was like before we engaged with this organization. Yes. And then the next two minutes is this is how we got in, in, in introduced to this organization and what we experienced and the yes. impact of the organization. And then the last two minutes is, this is how it's made a difference since right. we've now been a part of this. Yes. And then it transitions into, and this is why we're raising money to try to create this for more families like ours. Yes. Right? Yeah. If, yeah. If you're doing it for a certain organization, definitely highlight the impact that they had on your family at the time. And especially looking forward, how it's just continuing to have an impact on your life day to day, month to month, and then share what the goal is share you know the 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 last four minutes is is why i'm raising money because of the just unbelievable impact this has had on our life as a family and and what we want to see them do in other families you know we are passionate about it because we want other families struggling with this to have the same experience we did and that's why you're bringing others on board so that other families can experience what you got to experience yeah well, and I would encourage people too to be super honest and not the hallmark version. Oh yeah, no, um, don't yeah, don't sugarcoat anything. Because I, I do think ever. that it's hard sometimes. The reality is really, really dark, and I feel like I remember one of the first families we met when we were diagnosed. Their story was was very hard. It was really hard, um, and it was the first time that I had had a friend and they lost their child, um, mm-hmm. and it was very early in our journey. Mm-hmm. And I walked with them um, through that. 
and she was a very good writer and she wrote that's how it was her outlet and uncaring bridge and i remember yeah. thinking at the time if everyone read this if everyone knew the reality of what was happening in this house with this child we would stop this like right. her story was so powerful and it was a lot of years ago and i still have trouble talking about it but i was like that that was when it hit me that the story is not just a, it's not about you it's that story can impact so many people and if people saw what was really happening if she tried to sugarcoat it um, or just tell a different version of it because she doesn't want to make people sad or she doesn't right. you know or and it right. is it's a privacy thing too but I think in the world we're in with this topic you have to be brutally honest and let people know how hard it is yeah the the like you said the more brutally honest you can be the more engagement you will see on the other side because I mean I think just on the whole, as a society, we're looking for things and people that are real and genuine and authentic. And we see enough fake stuff on Facebook and Instagram and enough yeah. of this just ridiculous. We, we know your life's not like that. This right. is fake. Right. Um, so when you're raw and real and honest and open, people respond to that. Yep. And you know, I'm going to wrap all of this kind of up and tie it up and, and summarize a little bit because I think it all uh, it all comes together really well. We talked about different fundraisers and different ways to do different things, whether that's events, it's a raffle, uh, it could be a spirit night, something within your community, your school, your church, whatever mm -hmm. it may be, doing something to, to raise money, uh, collecting things, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then also do virtual and boxes, and, and you can Google all those different things. The success of any one of those, any one of those, is gonna be greater when you can tie your story into it and then follow it up with more information on how to get involved and how to do stuff, you can tie your story to all of those different things. Absolutely. Yep, at every event, no matter what it is, if you have the opportunity, build into your event where you share some of your story. Where it doesn't, again, doesn't have to be the super long one, but you make time, you carve out time for you know, whichever spouse is most comfortable to share your story, again, how you're impacted and, and why you're doing this event. And then think through in your network, who are those five, 10, maybe it's three people that, you know what, these are the ones I'm gonna call. Yes. Or I'm gonna go take to coffee or to lunch and I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna do this in person mm -hmm. and share with them my story, get in a little bit more detail, and then map out how do I wanna actually make an ask for maybe something a little bit more significant than just the typical, if I'm looking for $10 from folks or $20, I'm gonna ask this person for $500. Right. Or this person for $1,000. And you know who those people are. Yeah. And I would add too, if you're, say you wanna raise money for childhood cancer research, and maybe you don't have a, an organization already in mind to mm -hmm. really do some research on the research because there are some great organizations that raise money for cancer mm -hmm. and they're great and they do great things but they don't necessarily raise put a portion of that money towards pediatric cancer and as we're going to talk about all month pediatric cancer the kids get can different cancers than adults yes. do and the research is is usually not there for those cancers so if you if you're inspired to help kids and and that's where you want your money to go you really need to check out and you can go to their websites and a lot of times they'll just have a graph on you know like a pie chart on where the top cancers are and if there isn't a sliver there or a big piece that's for pediatric cancer don't assume that they just cover it if, especially if they have children in their advertising or in their web 
you know, on their website, yep. right. people can assume that that's where their money's going and it's not. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. I would echo Christy because before I joined with Lighthouse, uh, I, I just thought it was, yeah, I mean, cancer, I'm sure it covers everybody. When you give to cancer, they're yeah. just taking care of everybody. I did not know that uh, where, you know, children fell and the funding and all that. I had no idea. This is why parents are raising their own money for their kids. Right. Because they for know research, the parents, because they, they because other people are not. And the big right. groups generally are not involved in pediatric cancer yeah, research. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The last thing I would finish with is is anybody can do this. This does not yes. have to be driven by an adult or a business person. And you don't have to be an adult. You heard it just previously on an episode with Anna Day. Yes. Oh my gosh, she's so inspiring. Oh my gosh, love her. And she's a kid, right? She's yeah. a kid, yeah. but she was super inspired. She's super passionate. And she has made a huge difference. I mean, yes. she started with an itty bitty bake sale and you you probably love that. You, did, yeah, you coach I, her? No, <laughs> did you coach no, her? Did you coach her? And I'll be the first to say, like, I have the easiest job. I mean, the, the all my coworkers work way harder than I do. Like, fundraising is wow, it's easy. Wow, way to say that to the I know, right? boss right yeah. there, just right now. I got to keep my job. Yeah, right? that's Jeez. not a way to do it, dude. <laughs> hey, you can know it works, you know? You can get ahead. Come on. No, but, Although you did just point out that I work way harder than you, so I'm okay no, with it. Continue, really. I'm thinking, yeah. You know. yeah. Uh, but it, 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 really, it is really easy. I mean, this is simple uh to do and anybody can get involved don't be intimidated like oh it's money it's you know you're it's so much bigger than yourself yeah and it's a great opportunity to incorporate your kids i know for us um, as a family five or six years ago we started doing a lemonade stand every september at the park where our boys played football and we would set up for the day and we got permission from the park and our kids would all come out and we'd recruit some other neighbors and we would we would sell lemonade for a dollar. And and we weren't selling lemonade for enough. People were coming and giving us ten dollars, yeah, twenty dollars right. for a cup of lemonade because we oh, told them what it was for. Too. Right. Yeah, cute, cute kids, kids. help. Uh, <laughs> but we were telling them what it was for and why and they'd say, Oh, well here, here's an extra five or an extra ten or, or whatever it is right. and and kids can get involved in doing it. And it's, it's as simple as a lemonade stand, it's as simple as a bake bake sale and yep. starting there. Uh, and so it, it doesn't have to be, I, you know, I don't know anything about business. I don't know anything about organization right. or whatever. Everybody can do yeah. this. And so. And your goal is not $100,000 right off the bat. You know, right. your goal can be $500, $700. Uh, it doesn't have to be some monster goal. Right. And that's super important for everybody that's listening. Every dollar counts. It does not matter if you raise $100. That's incredible. Yeah. And that's $100 more towards research. For Lighthouse, that's $100 more towards supporting a family uh, that's going through childhood cancer and helping them to get more resources like this, to get mm-hmm. to the beach for a week away. There's so many different things at $100, $50, $25, that $10 can do. So, yeah. Adam, thank you for making time today. Um, you really didn't have much of a choice, but thank you for but making thanks time. thanks anyway. <laughs> it was super fun. Thanks, y'all. And sharing some insights for folks, especially during this month where there's a lot of uh, not just awareness, but a lot of fundraising that's yes. happening yeah. uh, from folks that don't fundraise for a living. So I, I think... I think folks who are listening uh, were able to take a few things away, so really appreciate you. I hope you. so. Hope I didn't waste anybody's time. No, <laughs> no, just ours. But uh, <laughs> See, this is what I have to work with people every day. You're so day lucky. <laughs> Adam, thank you. Hey, you guys, uh, we really appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you're getting out there and helping raise awareness this month. This is a big month for childhood cancer and childhood cancer awareness. And now you've got a few tips to get out there and go raise some money for one of your favorite organizations that's out there doing some really great work for folks that uh, are going through a really tough season in childhood cancer. We'll see you later on the next episode.